Hello and welcome to the Smoking Drywall Podcast, where we smoke drywall and talk about our experience. Our entire, our entire <laughs> Utah mom audience just flat out. That's okay, because our like weird audience in like a trailer park in Texas. Yeah, but to, to be clear to the Utah moms, we smoke drywall while listening to David Archuleta. So that's right. Balance it out. You know what's going to happen? You know what's going to happen is inevitably. David Archuleta is going to have this Rebecca Black-esque arc in which the music he made was so reviled by the people that were in his time. But eventually he comes around and starts uh, putting tracks on the Hyperpop playlist, utilizing Spotify's very little-known stories feature to give a huge endorsement and shout-out to everybody who supported him along the way. And he's got, like, dyed blue hair and winged eyeliner, and And he's making 100 Gex remixes on his piano. You know what? Hey, thanks to what I just said, Nitwick's getting a shout out. How many people do you think listen to David Archuleta? Let's let's find out. I'm curious. Like right now, like on Spotify? no, just yeah, on Spotify. I'm, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to ballpark 300k. Nah, way too high. You're not Can even I? close, friend. You are so low. Try 1.7 million. It's still Ooh. bad. It's still bad. I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying that if he somehow shouts us out on this unknown Spotify stories feature, 1.7 million people, man. Does, does Spotify actually have a stories feature now? Spotify actually has a stories feature now. But But again, somebody, I'm looking up at a certain camera right now, Somebody killed the wine about Spotify segments. Hey, you know, we could always replace Viper with it if you want. I mean, we are are hitting the important Viper album today. Yeah, it's true. Eventually, I'm going to have to start saying some things that I won't be able to say on this podcast for some of his album names. Yeah, to the listeners who can't hear or rather see. As the case may be, Joe Vaughn's with us this week. That was the applause literally the other side of the world. God bless him. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the other side of the world. Discord Shout really out. brings people together in all sorts of international streaming video ways, but still yeah. you have to pay to get emojis from another server. Uh, yeah that's a bummer it becomes a bigger bummer the more you use the service too you start going oh man there are certain emojis that i would pay to use in a different server that's why i have so many steven wilson emotes oh boy i figured Uh, i figured like one that the one that i put on this server apparently isn't enough for you because it has tom in the title Hey, I'm also in the like r slash prog metal discord or no, it's just r slash prog, but um, they have like three rows of Stephen Wilson related emotes. Wow. Oh my I just want to put this out there. It says something about how much Reddit sucks now that there are official discords for subreddits. Uh, this one's been around for a long time, man, but you can hate all you want, something. but it should say something. I don't know, man. These are Prague people. Joe Jovan just sits in the distance on the other side of the planet. You know, he's he's texting a friend. He's enjoying himself. He's he's a man of sophistication. He looks extremely comfortable. Bro, I could fall asleep. Do you guys just want to take care of the podcast? I'll just have a little cafe. <laughs> Fair enough. He'll have a cat. No, no, Jovan, Jovan, the listeners 
I mean, you're you're a favorite. You are, you you need to tell us where you've been. What's what's been happening in in the world of Joe Vaughn? Oh, uh, I went to Wellington a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, you don't know where that is. Um, it's a pl- it's our capital city, and uh, I went there. I played a show. Uh, and then I've just been working and finding a new flatmate because we have someone coming in. And what else have I been doing? That's honestly about it, really. So tell, us about, tell us about this guitar noise Khalifa thing I hear about. You had me in touch with That's everyone's reaction, actually. Uh, I don't know. I came up with it in... Uh, when I was down in Wellington, uh, and I figured, I don't know, I need a stage name. I like, I don't know. I just mucked around on the guitar. I made a guitar noise, and I was like, my name's going to be Guitar Noise, and I thought it needed something, so I said Khalifa. So now I'm Guitar Noise Khalifa. Yeah, like and it's a- or Mia. Both, I, both are respectable. <laughs> yes, they are. Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, no, you're living the dream. Living the dream. So wait, is Wellington, isn't there like a, a, a space needle, like a really tall point? That's all New Zealand. That's opposite direction. I went south, that's up north. Gotcha. That's called the Sky Tower. It's quite cool. You can jump off it if you feel so inclined. And, uh, I mean, you can, hold on. Yeah. It, it, no, no, no. With or without a bungee cord, you know? With a cord. Yeah, with or without, I guess, if you want to be like that. Um, <laughs> if you want to go again. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but I've never done it. I'm never going to do it. But yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. The Sky Tower. I don't know. If you did do it, I bet you you'd, you'd go for the one, the one trick pony. One time. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. If I'm doing it. Did you say you would never do it? I don't think I would ever do it. No. Never say never. Or should I say never shout never? Shout out. Okay. I'm the greatest artist in the world. Shout out, shout out to the Justin nice. Bieber documentary, which fooled me for a whole three months that I actually liked Justin Bieber. Damn. I just, I just want to put this out there about how much I respect New Zealand's naming conventions. All right. Some of the what? coolest people I know were named in New Zealand. But then we, get, then we get into the places and the things. Over here, we have the space needle. What is that? What does that mean? Is it in space? What, isn't a needle tiny? Why is it so big? Over in New Zealand, it's just the sky tower. Exactly. You know what it is? It's a exactly. tower that goes to the sky. There is no confusion. There's Man no needs to name his, his performance Guitar Noise Khalifa. I have no question. I think if I went and saw Guitar Noise Khalifa, I would probably see a man making noise with his guitar and that and that's what i love about that country and what you are bringing to this table right now jovan thank you what and just what do you guys call a box that you put things in to keep them cold not a fridge you can take it around with you oh okay? uh uh like let's say a cooler a cooler yeah a cooler yeah. guess what we call it here huh a chili bin yeah. I'm, I'm with that. That's that's <laughs> appropriate. Yeah. That's appropriate. It makes sense. When I before I make it big, I need to spend some time in New Zealand so I can receive my proper name. Because over Absolutely. here, it's just going to be like metallic synergy robot dude. 
and I go over there, I know I'm going to get some spiritual journey that's going to reveal to me what my true stage name should be. You'll come back. Let this be a lesson to you. Lord of the Rings tourism is not the only thing that you can do in that country. Absolutely not. There's you can see all this stuff. There, there, there's rugby. Anybody? Rugby? Rugby? Yeah, we got rugby. <laughs> Government building's called the Beehive because it's shaped like a beehive. Right. We don't have and, and probably for other reasons, too. I mean, let's just let's be I honest. Hear- I hear that you can, you can tube through caves and stuff. Oh, yeah. There's one about uh, a couple of hours away. It's really good. Oh, that sounds amazing. That's I so good. I'm over there so bad. I will. All right, come, come, come chill. I will. I'm just going to go to New Zealand on like a one way and just never come back to the U.S. Yeah, that's everyone's yeah. plan. Good news is you can still be on the pod. I mean, uh, yeah, I got Discord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you heard you heard Giovanni. I mean, he's preparing for another flatmate. Why not make it two, two, two yeah. flatmates? For sure. for sure, you can have the shit outside. That's more than enough space. <laughs> yeah, man, we'll run you a a, a big freaking extension cable out there. You'll get power. You know, yeah, you that's... can our lemon tree. Everything just sounds so much cooler. Just like you can live in a shed on an extension cable. We got lemons. That's all you really need. Citrus, man. <laughs> Beautiful forest, <laughs> cave tubing, easy access to citrus. What more does a man need? Literally nothing. Literally, Literally. nothing. The steepest hill in the world. Ooh. <laughs> Road. Like, markedly? <laughs> like. How can you the steepest hill? Because, it, well, I mean, don't hit, it's don't the thing a, that's closest to the threshold of a mountain without quite going over. Like, some per, somebody's just going around the entire world with a protractor, <laughs> just like taking, like, oh, 89.7. Like, New, Zealand, New Zealand just blew their minds. They were like, wow, these hills. <laughs> They're like, time out. Time out. This is a lot. <laughs> Gotta take it. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's down. Uh, it's down in the South Island. I think it's the the closest major city to Antarctica. Antarctica. I said that really weird. In the world, so it's quite funny. Uh, it gets cold and then it ices over, and everyone falls over down this gigantic hill. And yeah, Dang. I also I, I see that you haven't given up the Harry Potter gla- glasses. Yeah, yeah, you're still coming along. I call them the Jeffrey Dahmers. I, yeah. wouldn't. <laughs> I, I wouldn't call him that, but it's accurate. Yeah. He's oh, on the other side of the world. He can get away with that kind of thing. <laughs> exactly. I got let out on good behavior, so don't make me mad. <laughs> uh, uh, Jovan, you, you picked the album this week. We don't have, we don't have uh, samples because we're here on Discord, but uh, you want to introduce us. Are we, we're live, right? We're going. Yeah, we've been going. We're uh, uh, <clears throat> is, Craig is actively reporting your activities to the NSA, which you wouldn't care about, which I'm realizing is another reason I should go to New Zealand. <laughs> yeah, Same. Jeffrey Dahmer. They don't care. <laughs> okay, okay. Let me just... i got an intro for you. How about this, eh? 1979, all right? Dark Star, the film. Okay. Cinema. Who's, what's his name? Sergeant Pinbeck. What comes of that? A band named Pinbeck who made an album named Pinbeck. That's the album of the week? No questions, your honor. Straight to the point, just like everything else in New Zealand. Dark Star is a great movie. 
Never seen it. That's it's John <laughs> Carpenter, isn't it? John Carpenter. John Carpenter, when he was a bleeding heart like you and me, he made that movie. Mm. Yeah, before, he, before, before he was the great. So he was the great John Carpenter. So tell us, um, Jovan, when did you find this album? So that would have been about end of last year. Uh and my friend sent me the album. He said, listen to this. It's good. I listened to it. It was good. Uh, and I got addicted. Now I listen to it like three times a week, at least. So I respect that yeah. dedication. I mean, it's that same beautiful attitude that brought us uh, Beats to Blaze to last time around. Exactly. And got Jake an Instagram follower. And Jovan. Yeah. yeah. And, and he messaged me. Yeah, me too. He messaged I'm me too. I'm starting to think the only reason that you are coming on this podcast is perhaps because you're hoping for a little celebrity go-back action. <laughs> but I don't blame you. All right, I do the same thing. Yeah, like, well, If I had I mean, your success rate, which I don't. <laughs> Pinback is listening, remember. DJ Frain was my most listened to of 2020, so... That was good. I yeah. sent him a screenshot of my of my wrapped or whatever it is, Spotify wrapped, and he know what he said to me. What did he say? Cool dude. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, uh, um, who's going to start us this week? I, I just want to say, uh, you know, before that, even can I just say how many fake artists out there were retweeting those like. Hey, so and so, you made my number one wrapped, and it's always been my dream to have you <laughs> retweet a picture of me showing how much I love you. DJ Frain. DJ Frain came in there and he was like, Cool, dude. Cool, dude. That, that's <laughs> how Entirely it, it shouldn't have been uh, friggin' Mike Dean and, and Kenny Beats just retweeting every endless stream of people who made their favorites. Like, we get it. People like you, and retweeting it is not thanking your fans. It's a freaking flex is what it is. Humble DJ Frain, respecting the game. In the game. Respecting the game, and he's in the game. That's, that's yeah, rare. That both at the matter. same time. They say, hate the player, don't hate the game. Don't hate the game. I love the game, and I love this player, <laughs> but I don't love this game. Yeah, that's how, that's how DJ Frain's playing life. We can yeah. learn something from DJ Frank. It's getting a little too assonant yeah. for me now. We can review the album. That's the Jake. Jake, you're wearing a towel on your head. I think you owe us some. Exp- you you need to talk about the album or something. Oh man, that was not a cool. That was transition. a segue. <laughs> uh, it happens. I've been known that was the years. that was the segue of segways, which is to say, not cool. All right, I'll start. Um, yeah. So, 99, uh, rate your music, is giving it the Midwest emo tag. Fair enough, I, I guess. It's early, 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 early. We're talking literal American football vibes on this one. Um, I don't know. I thought it was good. I, I thought it was enjoyable. I personally really love acoustic music, so I was all over that. I really liked the guitar work. I... Personally, I wasn't huge on the electronic-y beats that come in sometimes. That was just my personal taste. I kind of would have preferred it if they just went straight acoustic. Um, 
But yeah, it was pretty good. Other than the song about throwing a baby down the stairs, it was pretty good. I love that. <laughs> Just tacking that in there. You want to expand on that, Jovan? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, in I the agree. game, respecting the game. That's that's uh, my legacy. Okay. Um, no, this this album is totally in my world. This is music. This is the type of music I'm always, always listening to. Me and Joe Vaughn, kindred spirits on the wrong sides of the planet. Um, yeah, no, I really, I listened to this album. Actually, Joe Vaughn dropped a link in our Discord to this album a long time ago, like a month or two ago, and I actually spun it then, and I spun it probably seven times this week. It's, yeah. um, it's definitely something you can get some homework done to. It's not going to like leap out and grab you necessarily, but I, I really, especially, I mean, most of our lives, we're not doing very, um, I guess, exciting things. We're not doing very... Well, that's what you say. You don't live in New Zealand. Yeah, well, okay. Oh, here, here I am. I don't personally find myself doing a lot of exciting things. Most of my life is spent, you know, working something out in my brain or, or building something or whatever. And um, this is the kind of music that you can just throw on in the back while you're while you're living the real life. You see, that's, right. that's what this music's for. What's your favorite track? I, I actually like the first track the best. Yeah, it's yeah. just got a nice, solid carry will, to it. I will say the first, like first two tracks or whatever, were really good. But I think that third one. Is that the third one's the one with that super weird chord progression, right? Or am I crazy? Did anybody else feel that way? Like that was a weird song. Let me grab the name out. Like I just remember it was right there at the beginning. I listened to the album twice and like I don't know about that chord progression for me. Yeah, but the thing is like again, I don't think that this is in the in the Beats to Blaze to World. It's not the same genre necessarily, but it's music that that really I don't think is meant to be listened to too intensely. You just kind of enjoy it in the background. At least that's what I find myself doing with this this type of album. And I thought that this one was a really good one because there's a lot of music like that out there, but um, not very many albums that for an entire album, kind of carry it to a level where I'd actually listen to it. I would listen to this one. I really like it. I, I, I give it that. I agree. It's really good, like, background filler music. I did also really like the um, the weird sample, like, audio field recordings that they took and kind of turned musical a little bit that come in the background. You know what it is? Oh, what is it? Sampled from the movie docs, though. Ah, ha, ha, ha. That makes sense. <laughs> You need to go and see it, Jovan. You're a film student. I do. I do. What am I doing? <laughs> Ripping this album. I haven't even seen. Shout out to Jovan. What is it? It's J. Jo- Joe Barnes popcorn. Is that? The yeah, Joe Barnes popcorn. That's J O E B A R N S popcorn. Check it out. If you if you love the movie reviews that aren't reviews and the psychotic ramblings of a crazy man spinning out in his room, that's this times five's times five people dude uh, you know had, the formula he had some pretty good things to say about uh, spider-man 2 
Yeah. Spider-Man 2 Joe Barnes popcorn was um, not a, not as good as Spider-Man 3 is the correct take, but that's coming up soon. You watch out. There's a new release coming out on the old Joe Barnes popcorn Instagram page. Might almost put me on Instagram, but you know, <laughs> how it be. Here's the deal. Let's talk about this Midwest emo tag because this has got me mad. All right. This is nothing against pinback. Pinback, we'll get we'll get to you later, but spoiler alert, it's not so bad. Uh, let's 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 take a moment to really crap on rate your music here, because what the heck are you doing? Here are albums that came out before Pinback. This is a Pinback CD, uh, and are way more Midwest emo than Pinback. Number one, American Football. Number two, Diary, Sunny Day Real Estate. Number seven, Any mem- Mineral Album. Number eight, More Sunny Day Real Estate. The point is. Midwest emo was a sound, so I'm not going to have you complaining that you were using this website in 2005 and Midwest emo wasn't defined enough, so you didn't know what it was. Uh, all the seminal bands happened in the 90s. It's just seeing a resurgence now. Now, here's what I will say. What this album is, is excellent, excellent slowcore. This, this is a controversial genre, I know, but acoustic instruments plotting thoughtful rhythms uh emotional thinkful lyrics this this is a prime example of a slowcore album and i will not have it slandered as a midwest emo album when that title clearly already belongs to the brave little abacus and friends um we need we need to put things in their proper chili bins if you know what i'm saying (laughs) sent me an original composition of his and my response immediately was, Jovan, do you listen to a lot of slowcore? Because, I, 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 yeah, I think that's in his blood right now. I think the boy, Joe Barn Popcorn, has got some, he's got some slowcore in his blood. Yeah, that's, that's not us calling you stupid. The, the, thing, the thing about this type of music, though, how I would describe it, my closest, uh, my closest relation to this album Partially that O plus S album that uh, Aaron dropped way, way earlier in the season. That was this season, you guys. Uh, and Grouper, who is known for like her really soft piano, but noisy, noisy tracks. And so coming into this album, I would describe this as about like uh, five heartbeats per minute faster, little higher blood pressure than a Grouper album. Because it's still got a lot of that uh, noise and texture to it and i think really an influence from nature is what i feel in this album a lot it's it's very close to the natural world even as it brings in a lot of those electronic elements and so it was interesting to see you know grouper albums typically put me into a very mindful sleep this album kept me humming you know at a a very meditative slightly higher blood pressure and i appreciate that yeah and what's funny is Dark Star is like just a comedy film. So, yeah, and I mean, there are so many. A lot of the problems with like movies and then making non film art that comes from movies is that so many things that are easy to express in film don't really get expressed that well through music. I think comedy is one of them. So, there are a lot of comedic musicians out there. I'm going to be honest, for the most part, I don't think it does anything for me, and I don't think it does as much for other people as well. So you take, you take a movie like Dark Star, which you're saying 
is a comedy and people come at it with like this thoughtful nature-based approach. I think when you're making art that is derivative of other art that's not in your sphere, it the best you can do is explore those other feelings associated with it. What does it mean to recontextualize Dark Star samples in the context of a thoughtful album like this? What are yeah, they trying means, to say I, I, about their feelings on the movie? I felt like the parallel to the movie, I've I've only seen parts of the movie, but like it felt incredibly loose to me. I didn't even know that the pinback thing was from Dark Star. I, I don't think it's that important. It's not make or break. Yeah, yeah but no, I do think Logan's nailing that. It's almost kind of like, I mean, internet music for sure does exactly what he's saying, where somebody will take, uh, it's just out of context. It's like, well, what, what does this do in this context? Let's just explore that kind of, you know what I mean? And that probably is part of what they're doing because Dark Star is an interesting theme, especially for the genre that they're in. <clears throat> I'm curious though, Cody, what did you think? Well, as someone who's come to really dislike American football over the last like eight years, um, I, I really, really, really liked this album. Like I even had it on while I was playing Counter-Strike last night, which usually never happens because got to hear the footsteps, man. That's why I have these studio monitors so I can hear the footsteps. But I, I had it on for like three hours. Even I played like a couple games of competitive, which is stupid. But, you know, I was like, I don't want to stop listening to this. Like it starts out a little slow. And at first I was like, oh, okay. I was like, this is not really anything in my wheelhouse. But by the time it hit chaos engine all the way through the end, I was like, yeah, this is fantastic. I loved that. And I just, I could probably do without like Tripoli. And I've got the Spotify. I've never remembered these names otherwise. But, um, Sorry, it's hailing. Let me just move. Oh, oh. You know, I thought I heard him saying it. It's pissing outside, and it, I, I was right. I did hear that. So. Your greenhouse position, though, you know, it's going to be missed. That will be missed. Yeah, that was vibey in there. Yeah, I know. But yeah, that's that's really all I had to say about it. It just, you know, from like Chaos Engine through the end, I was like, this is all fantastic. I really liked it. It's definitely the better emo album or whatever you want to characterize it How as. How dare you? Uh, no. Wait, better emo album as compared to what? American Football. I the original, the original? hate that record. The I have original? Come, I hate that record. Why? I just think we should Became see each other when you're not so emotional. No, it became a meme in like the weird realms that somehow come into my world. And I'm like, no, I, and I don't like it's that opening riff or whatever you want to call it from that very first song. Never meant ruined the record for me. To it. It ruined that, the thing. I can't. It ruined it for me. That riff is like that is what Midwest Emo is based on is that yeah. freaking riff. And I don't listen to Midwest Emo really. So it's just, you know. You didn't have a moment done. where you heard a Mario 64 sample cover of the opening riff of Never Meant and it, you were immediately seized by the beauty of the world and <laughs> by the time desk. <laughs> by the time that I like had heard American football for the first time I was already into hardcore so I was like I this is all missed on me I want to watch people hit each other I mean that's fair but you know if you want to watch them emotionally hit each other it's not so <laughs> different Nah it's okay <laughs> Cody, I saw you repost a picture from a while back, and you were looking scary with a scary group of individuals. 
That was in a skate shop in Orange County. I drove from Salt Lake. I left 10 hours before that show started, got to Orange County, five minutes before doors, hit the U.S. bank that's next to Program Skate Shop in Fullerton, California. Shout out to the GOAT. Love that place. I hit the U.S. bank that's right next doors and bought enough for a ticket and went in. We bought a bank. Yeah, I bought a bank. I bought the entirety of U.S. Bank. I am now worth billions and billions of dollars. Elon Musk has nothing on me. I'm coming for him. How, how, does, so, uh, how does GameStop go for you these days, Cody? Uh, fantastic. No, actually, Robinhood sold all my stocks. So I have some very bitter beef with Robinhood because they screwed me on like day one. Yeah, but your Pokemon card stocks are still they're on the climb. On the up and up, I haven't looked at anything else, but just like what Damon pulled together is worth like two grand, and there's only 18 cards there. So I've got to, I got to drill into this for just a second, okay? I am not going to say that the original American football and this pinback album are the same. I'm not going to say that at all. My I'm only gonna, connection I'm is gonna say, the same year. I'm going to say... I, there's nothing deeper than that. No, no, no. There's a lot of parallels, though, with the style of those two albums. So okay. literally just that some American football memes showed up in your feed, that is it. Oh, not just some. I'm talking like a consistent year but, of freaking American football memes in like 2014. Ruined it for me. I don't like that album anymore. So I used to be completely indifferent. I even liked a couple songs. I have not listened to it in probably seven years. Wow. Well, I, I guess, so musically, it has nothing to do with musically. No. I just don't like the community. See, Cody, you gotta respect. You know, you you may hate. I don't. Man. I'm a hater. That's- Do you know what? Look at my name on Discord. It is Silky Johnson Player Hater. And you know what? You know, <laughs> Ugly Main has a few songs about people like you. Yeah, and you know what? Ugly Main's friends with a bunch of my friends. So <laughs> that's true. Then uh, I may exploit our mutual connection here in a little bit, Jovan. I want to ask you a question. What do you yeah. think about all the people that compare Pinback to Death Cab for Cutie? Listen, Pinback is special, okay? And it's got a special name. Pinback, after Sergeant Pinback. What's the other thing called? Death Cab for Cutie. What is that? Sounds stupid. I That's know. right. <laughs> and it is. That's right. <laughs> you know, no, I, to be honest, I, I've never heard of it, so... I'll but, the unpopular opinion. I'll follow you to into the dark is a good song. Come at me. I just think it's creepy. I don't have any other beef with it. I just think the lyrics. I'm like, maybe you shouldn't follow her into the dark, man. Like, yeah. oh, but it's a metaphor about him following her into a dark place where she's alone. I exactly that doesn't, doesn't make it any better in my eyes. It's a good song, though. Okay. I I think it's a freaking awesome song. I have no. I, the I album love art, Death Cab for Cutie. Honestly, like all I've heard of them has been great. Yeah, the album art sucks, but you know what? You win. What are you talking something. about? That crow with like the string tied around. That's that's no 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 not no not that one. The the album with I'll follow you into the dark. It literally looks like a font out of Microsoft Word. Oh, we lost Jovan. Jovan's Jovan's gone. He'll return. I gotta hail, find this hail, album the, here. The, the, the hail won't take him. Well, while while he's gone, um, I think I think the time of the week has come to discuss. Now he's back. Uh, it's plans, plan the album plans, Logan. 
That album art, dude. Ugh. Oh, okay. I, 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 I think the time has come though to discuss uh, Viper the Rapper's release. We, we, oh, we, we, oh, I can I interject very quickly? I need to interject quickly and say that the storm that we're experiencing right now is giving us some bad internet. Look at this. Just letting you know, if I drop out, it's because we're in the middle of a typhoon. Okay? Bro. You're soaking wet, mate. Oh, it's it's, our house is flooding. Our house is flooding. Yeah, anyway, sorry. Oh, God. Well, please. I mean, if you need to take care of that, bro, you should take care of that. Yeah, uh, perhaps I might need to do that. I also have work soon. Um, Well, goodness. How do I deal with a flooding house? Okay, sorry. Save your home. Good luck. Save your home. Priority first. Yeah, all right. Save the home. First things first. Save the home. Then, if you have time, we need to talk to you about Viper the Rapper. Oh, yeah. And then you need to get to work. In case I'm not back, the first song, actually a total banger. Going straight into the playlist. Absolutely one for the, for the history books, okay? I'll hopefully be on soon, okay, guys? All right, all right. All right, all right. Don't I love you. Yeah, I'll try not to get struck by lightning. Yeah. <laughs> that really puts a that really puts a whole damper on this normally very lighthearted podcast. I mean, we're a comedy podcast, guys. For he admitted it. Somebody <laughs> clip it, Jameson. I know you're in the Twitch chat right now. Clip it, bud. I need clip you to clip it. Clip it. Clip it. Do do these dark dark tidings really really fit the mood of a children's comedy podcast? All I know is that I finally got the opportunity to use. I made it's absolutely pissing outside right now <laughs> and have somebody understand what it is that I'm saying and not take it in like the literal American way. Uh, that brings me great joy. I hope his house doesn't flood. Jovan is a gift. I do not want nature to take him back and return him to Best Buy. No, jo- Jovan no. is literally, literally, oh, uh, confirmed Jameson is here in chat. Okay. Yeah, thank you, Jameson. You are a among laymen yeah speaking of uh comedy and definitely for children how about this viper album we yeah, so- well wait no we recognize that our audience is nine-year-old atheist but please pray for jovan please yeah, please the and- nine-year-old atheist i have something to say to you and this is going to blow your minds but you cowards don't even smoke crack and that is the name of the Viper album that we are talking about this fine week. Subsequently, you also claim that you're hard, but you've never seen the inside of the pen. But that's, Co- that's for another few weeks. Cody has waited five weeks to say that. I, Cody- I literally only like when we brought up the Viper thing, I was like, yeah, because I get to say, you'll cowards don't even smoke crack. And in the near future, I get to bring up, you are an idiot. And in the other near future, I get to say, kill yourself, my man. And those are my all man. fantastic records. So I have a, never, never mind. That was, that was too much. Screw the world. It ain't real. I bend the spoon with my mom. mind. I love that for real though, Jovan, Jovan really seemed sincere about thinking the first track was a banger for him. Dude, well, the first song is the title track, and then there's I Sell Dope Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that he knows that 
I have a story about I Sell Dope Boy. So I was listening that to this song in, my, in it, particular. Yes, that song in particular. I was listening in my. Th- so listening to this album created a beautiful moment, made my life beautiful this week. I was driving home from school, and I know we, we've covered this, but literally these mixes are so bass heavy. It's insane. And I told you. <laughs> I, have a new, I have a new woofer in my car, and that song is indiscernible. Like the bass, it absolutely. I turn my bass all the way down absolutely indiscernible just a wall of bass with like you know some rattling uh, tinny highs and i come to a stoplight and i look over and there's just a soccer mom who's just shaking her head like because i'm the guy rattling the the stoplight with viper the rapper yeah and then she looks at who is in the driver's seat and it's you and she's like <laughs> no yeah there's a lot I mean, of subtlety in that acting cody you know hey, what? Thanks. I watch movies sometimes. <laughs> Heck yeah. Let me just say, this is by far, unquestionably, the worst mixed and mastered album. Oh, I thought oh. you were going to say it's the worst Viper album. I was about to I get in my car. Wrong. Mixed and mastered. Honestly, the mixing and mastering on this one is atrocious. It is so mid-heavy. And it is, it is <laughs> oh, it is disgusting, honestly. You EDM heads, all you care about is EQ. Learn to appreciate real art. <laughs> Dude, his lyrics, his voice, you almost can't hear it. Like, in my headphones, I almost couldn't even hear his voice. That was me last week with the record, trying to listen to it in my car. But, like, I turned down the bass in my car, and it was still so loud. <laughs> I had no idea what he was saying. All I heard was bass. There was no beat. There was no vocals. <laughs> it was just... It was just those synths that he brought to the table this time this week, though. Literally, bless every single one of them. Oh, they are sure. so so funny, uh, so enjoyable, so <laughs> enjoyable. I, so I was listening to this album while doing homework, and um, it was like a really tough problem I was working on, and I just got like zoned in, and it was brutal for like forty five minutes. And then right when my concentration broke, I just heard him go, you pushing up daisies. And, and I heard this safe like, beep, 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 beep. It was so good. <laughs> Viper the rapper is the hardest rapper over the softest beats, TV. <laughs> those beats. I mean, those, those synths that he uses. I just, like, I don't even know how someone can make a track called I'm a Gangsta. That sounds like a PC game from 2000, a point and click PC <laughs> adventure from 2006. Straight up like Pajama Sam going on and then. <laughs> Straight up. Oh. Shout out to Pajama oh. Sam. That's the OG. Oh, it's me. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. I got to say, though, this, this album has my favorite Viper track, hands down. Is it I Ball for Gunshots? That one's good too, but it's actually <laughs> this is how I ball. I think this is how I ball yeah. is like the perfect Viper song. And more than the perfect Viper song, probably one of my top 50 songs ever. No. Top 75. Top 75 though. Wow. I'm impressed. I can work with that. The 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 drum pattern is like skittery and weird, but in a way that it's more it 
rather than evoking the feeling of a 30-year-old on coke, it evokes the feeling of a five-year-old <laughs> discovering percussion for the first time. And those things are not necessarily so mutually exclusive. I would not just always. point that out. You can both be a five-year-old discovering percussion and a 30-year-old on cocaine. And, and honestly, it's <laughs> all about the mindset. This album, we're discovering that these things can come together. You know what? The, I got to say, this album, um, lyrically, he got a lot more hot. He was talking about a lot of violence on this one. I remember um, him talking about getting sliced, sliced by bullets. And he was like, I'm going to put one in your forehead or something. Oh, he no. probably said exactly that over I, like in like no. a really wonky delivery. No, he I'm said gonna put one I'm in your forehead. Put one in your forehead. <laughs> I did his deliveries, man. Like flow, if I had to rate it one to a hundred, it's a hundred and one. <laughs> the delivery's unmatched. I just I just love his random pauses because it's you can tell everything's a first uh, first draft, first take. Because there, yeah, there was no found out user buster. <laughs> Yeah, what was up with the whole Buster thing? He was saying Buster all over on this. I don't know. I love it. He apparently is real into gangbanging at this point. So, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. I mean, literally, there is an arc happening, though. Every week, the plot really does thicken. I I, I come to know Viper as he truly is better every single week. And he's changing on us, too. I mean, I just don't understand how a man can be like. I'm going to bring in all these guest female artists and we're going to buy like hard beats. We're going to, I'm going to make hard G funk beats to all of a sudden rapping over mother three menu music, (laughs) talking about how you smoke crack. Like these things happen. It's pretty incredible. They it's the real narrative is all I'm going to say is Viper is the real narrative to every rapper you hear. He's what it actually is. Yeah. And I mean, we'll watch that narrative continue to play out because we've hit our peak. I think everybody agrees. Like right now, we're at the cream of the crop. I mean, we've already been through you going all the way through uh, you'll cowards finally. And so it is going to be downhill from here. But hopefully, you know, we can find some things to say as we discover other things like why isn't Tibet still free? Jameson says, kill yourself, my man, too, is epic. So... (laughs) I wish I had his naming conventions. Like, I know we talked about New Zealand's naming conventions, how they're straight to the point. Viper's just like, all right, here's an album. I'm going to make six volumes of it and release them all in the next three weeks. All right. I want to know, what's up with all these loser artists just, like, making up new titles every time? If you got a banger album, just name your next album (laughs) Banger Album 2. Dude, I'm telling you, if Dream Theater made Scenes from Memory Part 2, Part 2, I'd buy it. Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. hear that. I there hear you that. go. That's that's chasing a bag. You thought we killed this segment? Not nah, bring it back. It's in our blood. So my question is, um, with all due respect to Viper, how long are we going? Uh, at least, we have at least, least another like four or five. Honestly, though, I, maybe let's not do them in chronological order because we start to hit some bad stuff. Let's be honest. Yeah, and I would be perfectly fine with like, kill yourself, my man. You are an idiot. Why the heck is Tibet still ain't free? Like I, I think, I think, we could, I think we could jump around a little bit. You know, I, I just need an answer from Viper personally about why Tibet still ain't free. <laughs> That's probably his best album cover too. It's like true. I like how a lot of them are like MySpace looking filtered out profile pictures, 
And then he's like, he gets to why the heck is Tibet still ain't free. And it's like a really bad Photoshop. And I'm like, yeah, there's also that one. It's like, uh, what's it called? These rappers claim they hard when them hex never even seen the pin. Yeah. It's just his like inmate ID. Like yep. so good. So good. See now his his music may have peaked, but his thumbnail game or sorry, his album art game, it's only gonna go up. So in the words of the Japanese, look forward to it. Um, I wanna kill um, myself. We gotta we gotta we gotta blitz through um Fantano. We gotta blitz because we got we gotta we gotta keep things moving here. But we do need to talk about it. This is a fresh release from Fantano. Came out just it's a couple fresh. days ago. I didn't and know that we were about that new new, you know. It, it, it's he's discuss, he's discussing the same meta narrative that we've been getting into here on the show. I think he stole our idea. I think he listens to this podcast because I'm going to be honest, I don't know how he could have come up with this idea if not from us. No, there's no way. Yeah, so Fantano, I know you're out there. I know you've heard what we said about you. Uh throw a little credit our way, maybe. You know, yeah. just a little something. Maybe you have a million subscribers. All right. I know you're still riding high off that Billie Eilish check money. How about sending a little, how about supporting the lower creators in your life? Huh? If you're going to just pirate all our ideas all day, obviously I don't condone piracy and have never done it in my life. Oh, uh, never, never. You never. know, I just, you seem like a man who has a good, has good PR. Uh, but now we know the truth that you don't look out for the little guy at all. And you don't care about social equity. Um, and I will not be convinced otherwise until you give money and followers to our podcast. $25 a month, you can get some fun animal stickers. It's true. Yeah, that, yeah. I think that was well said. I think that was honestly well said, Logan. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Here, here, I just I want to out him for the hypocrite he is. Here's the main thing I have to say about this video. Fantano's editing is actually pretty funny. That's all I have to say. That's, that's all? all? That, that's all you have to say? Yeah, he gave a shout out to uh, Cal Chichesta, and I really don't need anything else from a Fantano video. I do like the Cal meta narrative. I know that's kind of a, a basic take, but it's pretty fun. Especially Cal Chichesta songs like Hot Dinner. Great tracks. Classics. Yeah, I mean, that one put me on to Bobby Shmurda, and I will be forever grateful to whatever puts me on to Bobby Shmurda, who, by the way, is free now. Yep, he's out. Doom may have died, but Bobby Shmurda is free, so we'll be all right, everybody. Did I already make the joke last week about how we sacrificed Daft Punk to get back Bobby Shmurda? Yeah, yeah, yeah that was what you said. <laughs> okay. That was what you said. Just wanted to make sure that that one had been put out into the universe. Oh, here, it here, definitely has. Here's the deal about Fandaniel, all right? I'm about to speak some raw truth about Fandaniel into existence right here on this pod right now. All right. You, you come swanging out of the gate with, with your big guns everywhere saying... Uh, I don't cover enough music theory in my podcast. People, people come to him and they say, hey, Fantano, why don't you talk about like the music theory behind your podcast? And here's the deal. Here's my hot, hot take. Fantano ruined music criticism by not talking about music theory in his reviews at all. Now, anybody with a microphone and an opinion can get on the internet and talk about an album with absolutely no context 
and no understanding of how the sausage is made, my friend. All right. You understand the amount of artistry that goes into even a bad album. You understand that one of your forgettable tracks from Big Sean that drop every week. Do you know how much effort he puts in? And maybe you do, but you're not communicating it to the audience. Because you don't want to show them the behind the scenes. You want to keep music as this mystical thing that, oh, we can, we can only talk about it subjectively and only my opinion matters. Listen here, I'm going to just tell you straight up, the fact that you do not talk about music theory hardly at all in your segment and that you are the most popular reviewer for Zoomers has ruined this generation's appreciation of music. All right, back in my day, we liked good bands like Pink Floyd, uh, like Dream Theater, these are real musicians. That Three days grace. Real mu- thousand foot crutch. Exactly. Yep. These, these are bands with musicians in them. And you putting these rap albums up there made Trust by Jones. 15 year olds wi- over purchased beats has effectively ruined this generation's appreciation of good music. And uh, it's your fault. You are being so acidically sarcastic. I can't tell what your point is. I, I, I think I think I agree with you. Um, <laughs> I, I, I did think I did think that that section of the video was interesting, though, because like even last week, I, I'm going to tell you all why, why I'm better than Fantano. Okay. Um, just, just last week. We listened to Real Big Fish. <clears throat> I was just clearing my throat there. No answer. But let me, no, I'm kidding. But here's the deal. That album was definitely not my thing at all, at all, at all, at all, at all. But the first thing I said was, I can tell this is tons of work. These horns are immensely tight. Like they have honed their craft for sure. But it's not my thing. That is, that's why I'm better than Fantano. No, I'm just kidding. It's not. But all I'm saying is I think that that is an important part of music criticism that I, it's right. Like, when do you ever hear him talk about that? I've like never heard him talk about that. Like ever. He sometimes says rattling hi-hats, 16th note hi-hats. What's a 16th note, Fantano? Uh, (laughs) Do you suddenly expect (laughs) us to know what rhythm is now? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I, I, I think that that's, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, that everything seems so, you know, two-sided at the moment in general. And this is just another one of those things. But at the, at the point where you are the number one influencer in, in music criticism, I do think you owe it to an audience to at least kind of be expansive. But the problem is I, I think most people just don't care. And that goes back to the whole thing of, I guess that's okay. You know, it's entertainment. People are just watching it for entertainment. Yeah, and that, that is where it skates the line with what I was saying about Logan is I think I agree because I'm not saying you have to understand music theory to have an opinion. That's not what I'm trying to say. But what I'm trying to say is sometimes certain types of music are so involved for the people making it that you just, there's a whole element you just don't even understand. And then you talk like you do. Well, yeah, I think it just comes down to, you know, are we Utah-based comedians? That's, that's, a, that's a, an, an evolving question that we're having to deal with now. No, I'm and, a Utah-based politician. So the question is, is, is Fantano really a music reviewer? Or is he just an entertainer? 
You know what I mean? And and if he's if he's entertaining and his shtick is music, but doesn't have much to actually do with music, which he kind of is admitting to to a degree. You know, I just think that that's true of a lot of what's going on right now. I think he's both. I, I think he does review music. I just think. Uh, take Anthony Fantano reviews music. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm but sorry. Like, I'm sorry. I don't mean it like that. No, I, like I, that. no, I get what you're saying. It is hilarious. But honestly, there is a lot going on there with just like, I feel like he just has certain things he clicks with or whatever. And then he has this demeanor that he's created. That's just like, come at me if it's not that. You know, and so it's like, it's weird. It's not just about music. It's like about him. Yeah. I mean, I, I think criticism originally was, I, I don't know how common it's been historically necessarily to like actively to the, to the extent that we currently do with YouTube, like ring the bell. You're the best. You're the best. You know, like follow a critic who, who, who would do that? Just like grab a newspaper. Oh, did so-and-so leave a review? Like I need to follow this critic's reviews. You know, they might write, write a book of essays or something, and then if you liked that author, you'd read their essays or whatever. But, like, I do think the way that it's distributed right now, I, I just think it's symptomatic of a lot of these people say the one thing, but really they're just entertainers or comedians or something else. I don't know. I think that there's a, a part of Anthony Fantano that I, I think it's fair to ask, does Anthony Fantano review music? I don't, I don't, I don't think that's an out-of-control question. I think it's a little funny on its face, but, you know, there's subtlety. Also, you know, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Anything that I said in that rant was, you know, hate to reveal the hand here. Not something you were supposed to agree with because it is obviously a crazy person take. Uh, I, don't, I don't think it was a completely crazy person take, though. Like, I actually kind of agree with some of the principles in there because, like, I... You got into the hyperboles going, but the whole the the point was not that crazy in my opinion. The thing the thing that I think is like there are kids posting on Reddit right now as I'm speaking. Uh was talking to my friends and they asked what kind of music I liked and I said you wouldn't understand and they're like it's pictures of Flume album art and my eyes rolled back and in, back into my head. They were doing backflips. And then they spun so fast that they carved out of my skull and dropped onto the floor behind me. That's how, that's how hard they were rolling at the idea that flume is incomprehensible music. That's all I have to say. Okay. Is Logan, is Logan a Utah-based comedian? Or, yes. or- <laughs> no, I'm describing a thing that really happened to me. <laughs> that's why i don't go to the flume subreddit anymore i i can't afford all the surgery that it would require to to maintain an active browsing of the flume subreddit yeah you can't vouch for every, you can't man vouch, likes blady you can't no vouch with for him. every community i mean sure yeah but if this is hate talk on flume because of that get the frick out of here man what I, oh 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 but jake don't you understand I always associate the creators with their fandom. It's an, it's an indivorceable proposition. As soon as somebody on Reddit makes a cringe joke about an artist, it's as bad as if that artist said it itself. 
because that's how much it affects me. Hey, I, I'm I'm so confused on where you're going with this. Are you trying to feed me my own words on something or what? Here's what I'm trying to say. Flume's music is not that inaccessible. And I can't believe people feel like they need to flex about it on the internet. Sure. What does that have to do with Flume? Nothing. The guy's the guy's great. His uh his self-curated playlist on Spotify is all flames. Then what was all that? That's what I've been saying, dog. What was I, I, exactly frick? what I said. I, no, exactly no. Said. You, you, you indivorceable. Indivorceable is what you indivorceable. said. Indivorceable. Like, no, dog, you tried to like rabbit hole something and you dropped down your own hole on that one. I have no clue what you're trying you said, to say. You said that the fandom and the artist are indivorceable. Clip it. It's yeah, clip. hey Jameson, clip all that crap. Let's play it back for Logan and see if he gets we'll, me. We'll, 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 we'll figure it out next week. I actually would not mind plunging back into that, but we got to do bops and and uh, the towel boy. He's starting us off. All right, let's go. Ah, uh, oh, all right. Jameson says not as bad as the Tame Impala fan base, and I'm with him on that one. Yeah, that's ju- yeah. You know what? That's worse. Yeah. That's way worse. That's a horrible thing. <laughs> That's a horrible take. You wouldn't understand the type of music I listen to. Put puts on the less I know the better. <laughs> they, oh, my this guy smokes weed and writes music. Don't you understand? I'm, I'll this have you know, I've this never transcends. heard a song that wasn't played in a grocery store. That's who you're offending. That's who you think you're offending. Oh, this Oh, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm visibly cringing right now. It's killing me, dog. Unpack it next week. But we need to deliver some bops. All right, all right, all right. Um, song is diet underscore Denzel Curry and Kenny Beats on Unlocked. Oh yes. All right, I'm serious. This Unlocked little EP thing. It's like 20 minutes. It is amazing. Oh my gosh. Anyway, the song Diet, just, it's got some like MF Doom energy. You know, the, the whole kind of EP does. It's got like the samples, old school samples going on. It's a really beautiful, weird blend of trap and boom bap. And um, anyway, the song Diet just does, it, he like switches his flow like every freaking. 15 seconds and every time he switches it it is amazing and then he like introduces this grunge in his voice like this growl grungy thing oh man it's just a good song so i've listened to it way too many times this week it's definitely going to be on spotify haunting me for the rest of the year because it's a great track so that's real i love and you know how that album was made two guys in a in a home studio just freestyling and making beats dude it, it's and got it's, an energy it's beautiful kenny's the whole reason i drink yerba he is the number one yerba influencer i don't care that after the second can in the afternoon i start vibrating like a cell phone and will not go to sleep until 3 a.m i do it to please you kenny because you do great things in this world and that unlock tape is one of them yes it is uh, Cody, what you been spinning this week? 
Uh, it's actually a double song and I, I, it was originally premiered as a double song, I should say. And it's split up on the album, which really bothers me, but, uh, it's this German band. They're called heaven shall burn. It's like death metal usually, but they got really experimental on that. This record from last year called of truth and sacrifice, um, really political stuff, but they had released a video leading up to the album of the songs Protector and Weakness Leaving My Heart. And it's great. It's like 14 minutes long and it doesn't feel like 14 minutes. It's not prog. There's just some like fun, like electronic experimental stuff. And I can't separate them. And so I have them like spaced back together in like playlists where I have one, it has the other. And so my bop of the week is Protector slash Weakness Leaving My Heart from Heaven Shall Burn. Nice. That Antigone album. I've one of the that. best. Like of that era. Oh, Heaven Shall Burn's legitimately like out of all the bands that came out of European hardcore in like the nineties and early two thousands, they're the best one. And I think it's because they didn't just sound like other bands. They were like, no, we're just gonna actually be like a death metal band. And it worked very much to their favor. And it was really weird. I was talking to one of my friends. They've done one tour in the US. And none of the like shows sold out across the whole U.S. And then like in Germany, they like headline Vakken Festival. It's it's really bizarre. It's one of those like regional things. It's unfortunate yeah. how that happens. It really is. Like That's how it goes. Actually, once so when Mr. Big came through here, my dad straight up actually asked Eric Martin, the singer of Mr. Big, because they they couldn't even like sell out a club. Like they He's can, so yeah. good too. Like Eric Martin is a fantastic vocalist. Yeah, no, but my dad asked Eric Martin. He's like, "How does it feel to you?" He's like, I, "For the record, I just think your band is incredibly talented. Every single one of you guys. And like, does it ever kind of bother you that you know you you guys are here, and um, there's there's people that will just sweep through a city and pack a stadium? And and he just was kind of he took the high road about it, but. It was kind of interesting to actually ask that question to somebody who's in, in the scene who legitimately, Paul Gilbert, Billy Sheehan, Eric Martin, that is an incredible group of musicians. And it is unfortunate. It, it, it kind of goes back to what we were saying with Fantano a minute ago. Musicianship isn't even noted a lot of the time. So anyway. Um, unrelated thought. Speaking of Eric Martin, Vakken Festival, I'm, a lot of things are firing off in my brain real quick. But Avantasia, like the Tobias Samet, like metal opera band, they did like a European tour. I think it was 2016. I don't know. They headlined one of the nights of Vakken Festival, though. And Eric Martin was part of the touring band. And he sings instead of, um, I just blanked on his name, Klaus Mein, the vocalist of Scorpions, originally sings on the song. Um, Dying for an angel, but he has Eric Martin singing on it. I'll drop a link in the Discord, but it's for so sure. it's oh, so good. Yeah. No, I like Eric Martin's voice a lot. Nice. I gotta say, I really I relate to these artists because, like them, I know that if I just went to Japan, they'd love me there. Oh yeah, <laughs> all this what, that is that is what happened. You know, I feel for them because nobody gets me here, but over there they would understand me, and oh, okay. and I know this for a fact. <laughs> Uh, Tom Waits wrote a song about this. It's called Big in Japan. <laughs> big in Japan. Yeah. That's that's what the song's about. How he would be big in Japan. There you <laughs> and go. He's Tom, See? And he's Tom Waits, basically a junkyard owner. I 
I can't tell the difference between him and Tom Petty, but I agree with him just a little bit more. Okay, I'll fix that. <laughs> <laughs> I've been continuing. You know, Cody dropped a track that was a soon-to-be metal classic by Heaven Shall Burn. Great band. I'm about to drop a track for you this week that is also certainly going to be a metal classic in the future, and that's because it's fused with hyperpop and very obnoxious. And Woo! Didn't you, know you do what? this last week? I We're tried. doing it again. We're I doing tried it again. one you did last week, by the way. I, I tried it, guys. It's and great. I love, I love hyperpop, and I, I love the prospects of the way he described it, but it was way too much... 30 seconds to Mars, not enough. 100 gigs. The ratio was off. I didn't feel like it was hard. I I listened to it as well and I liked it a lot, but I didn't feel, I feel like it should have been harder. Yeah. Should have been harder. There wasn't enough 100 gigs in there. What, what people don't like is that, you know, Jared Leto, 30 seconds to Mars. He was, he was a prophet. They hated him. Because he spoke the truth about the future of metal, which is there is no choice but auto-tune, electronics processing, clean mixes, uh, and appealing to teenagers. That is the future of this genre, the entire metal genre. I'm looking at you. Clean mixing ruined metal. Clean mixing ruined metal. And he and here's the deal. So I want to bring you another artist on the forefront of that, of bringing metal to schizophrenic teenagers. <laughs> Strawberry Hospital, the track Tacit. It's it's beautiful. It's auto tuned. It's glitzy. It's shiny and emo AF. Because I want to post that to Instagram with the hashtag in my feelings right now, and I want. Somebody like Paysage Diver to respect me, and mm. that's the that's the that's the little stirring pot of feelings that we got it's going on thing, right now. It's a good thing you got rid of your Instagram. It's a good. thing. It is a good thing. No, yeah, it's not. Levels. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, put put it in right now. Put it in live. I'll put mine in. Put it. Yo, in uh, uh, Jameson just said that Strawberry Hospital is amazing. No, so. I'm a little worried that somebody other and you, somebody other than me, knows what strawberry hospital is but you know if it's you jameson because you know they they would never understand you bro it is so deep they'd get me in japan jake all right they'd love me over there indivorceable indivorceable you you realize oh my gosh logan you just (laughs) fell into your own gosh forsaken trap dude Uh, there's only one I realize I've, I realize I've been a little incomprehensible this week and to the viewers I apologize but I am on something right now and I should have led the show with that <laughs> oh you thought you have the Rona Are you alright no 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 like I just I'm up here it's cause it's the second week of this haircut and I'm excited that's still looking fresh. Dude, a man, fresh a man's emotional state is so closely tied to his haircut that I feel like almost half of all wars could be forgiven just by the bad haircuts on the losing side. Like, I'm sorry, man. You just, you weren't right. All right. You were a little off your game. You started something that you didn't know what you were going to get into. Maybe a little overconfident if you had too good of a haircut. Basically, all major tragedies in history uh, could be explained by a man's relationship with his haircut. Oh, man. We just had new, a new CSS enter the game. Jameson says every noise at once.com. That's um, something that we need to investigate. That's that's where he said he discovered uh, uh, your, your strawberry hospital. Amazing. 
A new CSS has entered the chat. A new CSS. A new link was dropped. Mm-hmm. Um, me this week. So I can't deny it. I uh, a little late to the game, but the Re- Rebecca Black Friday remix is something to listen to. It is something that I listen to. It, it is night. audio that I'll give you. <laughs> it's something that I listen to a few yeah. too many times this week, and I, I don't. I don't entirely regret it either. It was. It's um, you know, Rebecca Black has got a a, a shot. It's kind of too bad, you know, the whole corruption of innocence thing that happens in the entertainment industry. And well, but she's like thirty now, right? Yeah, I know. But like, what happened to make her be like, yeah, I'm just gonna show up X years later and be edgy? You know what it probably was? Getting bullied out of her school for making Friday. What What happens when they're making hyper pop at old folks' homes? You know what I'm saying? Sounds like a lit old... I've told everybody. I've told everybody I know. My plan as an old person is just to play all the video games, watch all the anime, and make all the obnoxious music that I'm not doing right now because I have to work. Uh, yeah, Glugo in chat says I'm um, going too far here. To which I say, Glugo, go and find the nearest hot link to the Rebecca Black Friday remix, and you too will join this party. I'll drop it in chat right now. <laughs> um, With, I didn't realize 303 was on the track. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, things happened. Yeah. Things happened. And are happening. And should um, stop. Um, but you know what, Aaron? Just- I trust your judgment. I followed you into Cheryl Crow, all right? I followed you into Cheryl Crow. I, and Cheryl Crow didn't let us down. She wrote a few songs that definitely you need to listen to when the world is going to, you know, like right in the middle of the pandemic was when I was in my Cheryl Crow phase and she was getting me through some some hard times, you know. I'm waiting, though, for the hardcore remix of like the hamster dance. That's the new challenge. Like, no, no, for real. I'm not, I know this sounds stupid, but like a hyper pop take on the hamster dance could be a thing. I don't. Flume did blue. Flume did blue. Did you hear the blue remix, Logan? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's It's a freaking banger. It's a banger. Somebody just needs to. But but what kind of doors? What kind of doors are we opening here? Because this is all fine and good, and I'm happy that Rebecca Black is finally getting revenge against all those people who thought she was crazy and weird by being legitimately crazy and weird. Uh. And, but how long until I start seeing Axel F 100 Gex remix? How long until it's Gummy Bear Song 100 Gex remix? How long until it's 100 Gex remix remixed by 100 Gex? Uh, yeah, no. I, like, I, is there nothing better. sacred anymore? No. Okay, <laughs> Cody speaks truths. That's why we invite him to the show. And Thanks. he's right. He's right. There is no hope. <laughs> True. You know, I don't even know if Cheryl Crow can get me through this one if I have to see an Axel, a Crazy Frog Axel F cover on a Hyperpop playlist. Crazy Frog, could, there is, there is Hyperpop potential for Crazy Frog. Now, I will say, uh, for everybody who takes Aaron super seriously all the time and thinks that he is, uh, has better music taste than all of us, I just want you to know that earlier today, he thought Caramel Dancing was J-pop. So, just sit on that. 
it, it, so it sounded bit. pretty Japanese and pop like. I I just want the people to have all the facts. Okay. Hey, Glugo said I thought that until about five minutes ago. Yeah, see, so yeah. you know what, Logan, keep flexing on the fan base. Keep making the fan base feel inferior. You know what? They'd love me in Japan, okay? <laughs> all you all you are guys are is uncultured and I'm going to go over there and I'm going to have an anime wife and everybody's going to be jealous of me. So get your kicks in now. All right. Somebody, Laugh at somebody, me now. Somebody, somebody clip this clip clip now. Please clip that. Um, this has been the smoking uh, drywall podcast. <laughs> I love that they came back around on the end. Somebody's house flooded during this episode. We've had house flooding. We've smoked drywall. We definitely made a couple jokes about smoking crack out of a light bulb. Um, we talked about Viper. At all. We'll catch you. We will catch you next week. Survive, and we'll be here. We'll be here.